Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast. It's been a while. It sure has. And as you can see by your screen, we have decided to officially rebrand. Oh yeah. Our official podcast is now called Lee Moon Aid. Mmm, that sounds tasty and delicious. Mmm, yes. Appealing to all senses, ears, mouths. And I wish you could see us, but mm-hmm. sadly you can't. And smell us, because we smell really good. Yep. But yeah, our new creative name was is a mixture of both of our our elements and our names. Lee, Moon, and then Aid, because we're here to help you guys. Mm-hmm. Help you with your um, personal life, your family life, your work life, any aspect of your life. We're here to aid you. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe this could just help your your day get better or, you know, even even worse. Either way, we're and here. sometimes, you know, it getting worse is good better. for you. Yeah. So you, you can see how bad know. it is. So that way when it's good, you know how good it is. Yeah. We're just here to just be here with you in the moment. Mm-hmm. So welcome to Limonade, officially. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. It was a lot that's happened since last time we spoke oh, with yeah. you guys. Uh, a couple football games have happened. We've both gotten jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, school has been pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. And so we've been very busy, but we wanted to get back and uh, get back inside your guys' ears. Mm-hmm. Because we know, we've we've heard the feedback. Mm. You guys are craving some limonade. Oh, limonade. Mm-hmm. Quenching so, your thirst. That's what we're doing yeah, right now. We're here to get some limoon, limoons, <laughs> and squeeze them. Limoons. Throw some sugar, throw some water, and get you some aid. Oh, you're making, get you some aid, yeah. You're making my mouth water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's on the agenda? So, on the agenda today, uh, this will be part one of our uh, Q&A, Ask Me Anything. So, mm. we have our friends, family, and listeners uh, from everywhere around the world. 1% from Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 1% from South Africa. Mm-hmm. 97% from the U.S. Yep. So, our audiences have spoken and they've asked some questions, some, some things they're dying to know about us. Mm. And uh, with those questions, we hopefully can answer and get to most of them today. But that's what we be, we'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, feel free to reach out and give us your answers to these questions, you know. We want the listeners to be a part of this Limonade exper- uh, experience. <laughs> so, you know, feel free to DM one of us personally on some answers that you agreed with, disagreed with, or just have a different approach with. Yeah, for now we're, we'll be sending out some surveys. Uh, you can find the links uh, here and there. Um, but, yeah, that's the way for communication as of now but mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to improve that maybe uh maybe if we do well enough limonade will have its own instagram snapchat whatever facebook yeah we're gonna Porn make hub mm-hmm. any any website that can have an account you'll find us there linkedin linkedin mm-hmm. yep tiktok will make a limonade tiktok oh yeah all right so should we get started let's dig into business 
This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Softy Shirts. Softy Shirts is a clothing company, all right? So when you're listening? I'm listening. Softy Shirts makes shirts from organic materials and so organic. from donated materials and old shirts. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me you're lying. I'm not lying. So they make shirts that are not only good for this world, but good for your body. Softy Shirts are so soft and they come in any design you want. Yes, Softies Shirts, they were so excited to hear that we were coming back to the podcast mm-hmm. and recording for our listeners, and they have provided a special, special deal. If you buy a Softie shirt without sleeves, it's 50% off. 50% off. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah I can, because Softie Shirts is such a good company. They're family-owned organic based mm-hmm. and just you know the whole package you're looking for in a shirt yeah so why not save the environment as well as your fashion sense mm-hmm. by buying a softy shirts today yes go to their website www.softyshirts.com slash limonade limonade to get 10 percent off your first designed t-shirt design that's on top of the 50 percent without the sleeves mm-hmm go to www.limonade oh <laughs> <laughs> softyshirts.com slash limonade thanks softy shirts and now back to the podcast all right so i'll start off with some questions that the listeners have provided us the first one let's just get you know our our minds fluid so do you believe in ghosts Ooh, spooky Mm, spooky season halloween has just passed but uh but do I believe in ghosts? Hmm. Well, l- let's rephrase this question. Would you would you do an Ouija board by yourself? The answer is no. So you do believe in ghosts. But no, the action <laughs> of doing a Ouija board. Oh, man. I guess yeah. that's a good point. Well, what about you? Would you do an Ouija board by yourself? No, I would not. <laughs> so you believe in ghosts? Yeah. So you think a ghost would like speak to you through the board if you were to do one? Uh, something would. Hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't take that chance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ghosts what, what, aren't what, necessarily bad, though. Yeah, what are ghosts? How do we define a ghost? Like a spiritual being? It's something with a soul. That is not within this realm. That's not physical in this world. You know? Physical. Mm-hmm. So, say you didn't have a body mm, at all. Suck. You'd be a ghost. Yeah? If I didn't have a body? Yeah. And what if you saw me? What about, like, uh, AI computers? They don't have bodies. Mm. But do they have a soul? I don't know. So, ghosts have souls? Yeah, I'd say ghosts have souls. I mean, they are, like, still technically beings. What about Casper the ghost? Yeah. He definitely has a personality, isn't it? Like fun, jumpy, exciting, right? So that I'd call that a soul. Mm. Okay, but now let's look at a big then, picture. Yeah, I would do an Ouija board with Casper. <laughs> so you do believe in ghosts? That's the definitive answer that the listeners sure. are begging for. Believe that they exist? Sure. Why not? I don't know. I don't have evidence. See, this is what we learned in stats class, right? If you okay. don't have enough evidence mm-hmm. to. Uh, to reject the hypothesis that I guess the hypothesis we assume that the hypothesis is wait True. is that the other way around no no yeah <laughs> is you, it that's right the yeah. P, P1 PO yeah yeah mm-hmm. so there you're saying you don't have enough evidence to say that ghosts are not real yes and so I guess the assumption 
and the underlying yeah the underlying assumption would be that they would be real but unless then, someone could prove well, then let's otherwise think about this. you have zero evidence that ghosts are real though <laughs> yeah like do you have any evidence about that yeah just check out just just google all the uh all the scientific articles on youtube google uh <laughs> scares hidden pranks Paranormal activity. And you say ghosts are responsible have you seen, for those? Have you seen those baby cribs rock back and forth? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the ones where, like, people are sleeping? Yeah. And then they, like, start floating all of a sudden? Yeah. And they also have, on Netflix, I believe they have a documentary series. Um, I think all the way up to number four or five, mm-hmm. I want to say. Uh, they're called Scary Movie. And they're documentaries about, I guess, paranormal activities affecting people and their lives every day. Yeah. Real life people. Yeah. Real life people. Mm. And so I feel like. There's more overwhelming evidence towards yes than no. Yeah. Okay. I can I can get with that. I'm, so, a, I'm a scientific guy, so yeah. I will say. So what about you? Um, you know, I respect the facts and thanks for you, respecting I, me. I think I think you convinced me um, with your evidence that yeah, ghosts are real. Did you uh, Did you ever trick or treat as a kid? Yeah. Did you? A you, lot. You lucky bastard. <laughs> did you not? No. Really? <laughs> we didn't trick or treat. <laughs> you know what we did? We put up a put. I was actually really excited to do this every Halloween. We this is gonna be sad. We had a a, a note piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we wrote in like all caps. We don't celebrate Halloween here. And we put it in <laughs> front of our front door. <laughs> and you got excited for this? <laughs> yeah, because I I thought it was an opportunity to be different, and quirky. <laughs> So while you're seeing all these kids walking around in their cool costumes, I thought it was stupid. Getting buckets of candy, you were like, <laughs> "Okay, first of all, I'm not a big candy guy or a big sweets guy, and oh, unless it's like a like a cheesecake or a carrot cake." So like then those. you would have been the kid that was okay with like getting like an apple for Halloween. Or I something. mean, if I was gonna go out, I'd freaking want candy, not an apple. But <laughs> I, I, it didn't really matter to me that I wasn't getting the candy in the first place. But yeah, I don't think we ever trick or treated except that one time we went with you. Yeah. We and we were in I was middle school or high school. We were taking our brothers trick or treating. We were in middle school. We dressed up as res- uh luchadores. Yeah, wrestling Mexican uh, wrestlers. Mexican wrestlers, yeah. So we put on that mask cuz we didn't want We didn't want anyone to see these big old middle schoolers trick or treating. Yeah, we were embarrassed. Mhm. But yeah, that was probably one of the first times I don't know. I, I'm not. Maybe I should ask my parents the reasons why. It's probably because I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to buy candy or buy costumes. But so, I mean, it, we didn't really care for it. That's probably why one of the biggest reasons why they didn't really. They were like, okay, if you guys don't really have a desired or if you don't have a burning passion to go out and you know with your outfits and trick or treat, then okay, we don't have to. But like, I feel like if you see literally every, oh, well, not literally, but almost every single kid in your class or like at school talking about <laughs> trick-or-treating bringing in their hall like trading all these candies that didn't give you any desire i'm just built different bro <laughs> well i love trick-or-treating as a kid and you know there's nothing no better feeling than getting your big old bucket or bag full of candy and then as soon as you get home you dump it all on the floor with whoever you went with and then you trade trade the candies yeah this is the problem with america and How's that the obesity rates. No, that's just teaching kids about capitalism early on and you the know economy. What? You know what uh, my favorite school holiday was? What was it? Uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Why? Because uh, you got to make your little boxes and then drop your little tiny cards into uh, people with boxes. 
the the cards that literally all they had to do was write your name. Yeah, well, I feel like that's a lot more social interaction than uh, than Halloween, right? I mean, technically, yeah, but like Halloween, the day after, you would come back and be like, "Oh, what were you dressed up as?" And then you'd be like, "I'd be like this," and they'd be like, "Oh, no way! How was this? How much cane did you have?" And then that's oh yeah, you just show off your social class and mm-hmm. the neighborhood that you live in. Yeah. If you're richer, you have more. Yeah, you know, some neighborhoods would have the full bar candy bar or candies. Um, they give you like a whole Snickers bar or like a Twix or Kit Kat. Oh yeah, did you ever get those? Oh, yeah. A few times we went to uh, you, know, oh, you, those... you went to outside of your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, the rich neighborhoods. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Any smart person would do that. My mom would volunteer to drive us. She's like, "Oh, let's go to this neighborhood because they <laughs> they have big houses, so they're gonna give really good candy." <laughs> did you guys ever put out candy? Oh, what kind of candy did mm-hmm. you put out? We would just buy you know the bag full of uh, the typical Halloween the typical mixtures, Halloween chocolates, you know, Snickers. Mm. Um, Snickers. Reese's. Reese's. Did your parents ever tell you that there were razor blades in your candy? Yes. Really? Yes. That's, um, they would say, you know, don't eat any candy that's already opened. That's smart. Um, I wonder how that started. Did, did someone actually bite down on a razor blade? I, I feel like, cause that's, you know, what everyone was. That's such an outrageous, like, like left offish, like. Fear that there's going to be a razor blade inside your candy. I mean, people, yeah. I guess that is like kind of irrational, though. Um, you know, but statistically, like something that would be more rational is kids being, you know, taken as they're trick or treating at night. Mm-hmm. You know, while parents are walking behind them, talking to each other. Yeah, boom, I mean, kids are snatched. I feel like that's see. a lot more realistic than the razor blade inside a Snickers bar. That is so true. Hmm. But well, I, mean, I never experienced bad candy. I always got the candy I wanted and oh, ate yeah. all of it. Did you ever uh, trick-or-treat like twice? Like in the same neighborhood? Go again hoping, oh. hoping they didn't notice you? Uh, no, we never really did that. Our parents would just drive us to like the next neighborhood over. Mm, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Or we go to like a friend's neighborhood. Yeah. Somewhere on the Tennessee side of things. What, uh, what are some of the outfits that you most remember? <sighs> that is, I remember one time um, thinking about this now is pretty stupid. We we had a cousin who did uh, like martial arts taekwondo, and so they gave us that suit for some reason, uh, the little robe thing. What what's it called? Um, you know, with like you put the belt over it. Put the belt over it. Oh, you know, like whatever. Karate. Put, yeah, karate. Like uh, karate. So, and so I did that once. Um, I was Charmander, another type. That one was pretty cool. Oh, wait, I do remember one time, speaking of Pokemon, my brother had a (laughs) Pikachu onesie. (laughs) I don't remember if this was Halloween or not, but he had one and he got in it because he he was so excited. I don't know if it was his, someone else's. I just know the fact that he had gotten into one Mm -hmm. and he couldn't get out of it and he had to pee really bad. And so he peed inside of the Pikachu onesie. (laughs) He was trying to escape and get out of it. He was like, I have to pee, I have to pee. <laughs> he, just, he couldn't find, I think the zipper was probably on the back. back. And so he couldn't get out of it. No so one he helped him? his pants. You know. didn't help him? <laughs> you just witnessed. <laughs> I don't know when, how old he was. Probably very young. But I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't remember that happening. But how this episode is brought to you by Digimon. Digimon is one of the best-selling games in the whole 
world. Yeah, especially today with you know the fad going on with Digimon trading cards. Mm -hmm. All the celebrities, all the social influencers are looking for these Digimon trading cards because they're being valued at such high values. You know, as a kid growing up, all the kids played Digimon. They had mm -hmm. Digimon trading cards, mm -hmm. and so now you know the nostalgia is coming back, and so. Digimon has reached out to us and said, hey, I know you guys have a, a very young audience and you guys are cool and hip. Please sponsor us. And so we sponsored them, actually. Mm -hmm. Yes, we sponsored them. <laughs> we sponsored them <laughs> for this episode. Mm -hmm. You're welcome, Digimon. You're very welcome. So everyone go out to your nearest Walmart, look for the trading card section, look for the Digimon cards, and get you some right now. Let's go. Thank You're welcome, Digimon. You're very welcome. And now, back to the podcast. Hey. Now we're back. We're back. Uh, moving on from Halloween, because it's a couple days uh, ago. Mm -hmm. We're excited to look forward to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Speaking of, what what's your favorite holiday? Easily Christmas. Easily? I, I hate how basic I am, but it's it's got to be Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got the holiday cheers. You know, oh, you yeah. got the cold weather with the warm oh, drinks nice. that you cuddle up and just snuggle. Mm. Santa Claus. Cookies. Santa Claus. And then, you know, generally people are just in better mood. You know, they get more time off in work. That's true. Um, less work equals more happiness. Mm -hmm. We get students get... You know, school off. We get, like, what, a month off? We get a lot off, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and the colors are gold and red, mm -hmm. like, and green. Yeah, Like, say. the colors of Slytherin house. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this world who believes in Christmas, you guys are Slytherin. Supporters. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah my favorite holiday may be, I would say, President's Day, April 1st, and May 4th. May 4th? Why? I don't have to explain those reasons. I okay. feel like everyone should know. Pretty right? self-explanatory. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. But, um, but yeah, moving on to our next question, we have... What do we have? Oh, the next question. This one's... You ready for this one? This going to be hard. The question is, why? 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 Just why? Just why? I ask myself this every other day. Why? What a complex yet simple question. So let's break this down. So the word why consists of three letters, W-H-Y, mm -hmm. which in and of itself doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense because the letter Y is should pronounced say why. the word why. What, what's going on now, with why does that happen? in this language? Why does that happen? Yeah. Whoever submitted this question, bless you. Mm -hmm. You are such a good thinker. You are a, a trailblazer in the area of philosophy and mm -hmm. just creative genius. Yes, Socrates would be like peeing his pants if he had half as much yes. wisdom as you. Socrates, Plato, Alexander the Great, mm -hmm. uh, who else? The Mongols. The Pope. The Pope, mm -hmm. all of them. And so, yeah, great question. You know, you really threw us a curveball here, but I, I feel like we've, you know, satisfied our listeners with mm -hmm. our answer. Yeah, shall we go on to the next yeah, question? Next question. Next question. Um, let's go for you know more casual, casual one. Yeah. What is the correct way to eat pizza? Oh. So let's let's break this one down. There there are only two ways to eat pizza, right? Are you sure about that? With your with a fork and knife, oh. and with your hands. 
But what about like the direction of the pizza as well? You start eating from the tip or the back. Okay, that's that goes under the hand method, right? Because you know, fork and knife. That's I mean, does it go under the hand method? Yeah, because you pick it the pizza up and then you move the pizza towards your mouth. Or you could uh, cut it from the back too. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like when you use a fork and a knife, any like part of the pizza, there's no front or back of pizza. Oh, uh, okay. Just like the backpack, you know, what's the front of the backpack? Hey, you and know, what's the back of the backpack? You know what I, you know how I eat it when it's mm-hmm. hot. I put it on a plate, right? Mm-hmm. And then I slide it so the the edge is off of the plate. Mm-hmm. I don't have to touch the pizza myself because it's hot. And uh, I bite the edge, the part that's sticking out of the plate. What part do you make stick out of the plate? The, the tip? Yeah, the everyone tip. Eats? Yeah, well, I thought we we weren't doing the, the front and back thing. I thought we were just doing the hand or the knife. Yeah, yeah. But I'm introducing a third way to eat it. Hmm. Well, I still... Does it still count as a hand? You're not holding the pizza. Um, yes, because you're using... Well, technically, you're using your hands for... What if I'm, I'm just sliding the pizza off of the plate <laughs> with gravity, <laughs> just waiting it, waiting for it to come into my I'm, mouth? I'm not even going to consider that a method. Okay, so it's just between the, these two methods. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to consider every everybody's uh, different methods and the way they were raised. But that's not the question. The, cor- the question is, what is the correct way uh, to eat pizza? So there's only one way possible. Okay. And I think that is with your hands eating it from the tip of the pizza, crust back. That is the correct way to enjoy crust back. pizza. So you eat the crust last. Mm. Because uh-huh. with your hands, you're more involved in the process. It's like this eating is an art. Eating is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Right? So you want everything to be to its max potential. So when you pick up a piece of pizza with your hands, yes, you want to put that tip, that first bite is always the best. You know, because it's the closest to the center. That means it has a lot of the sauce. Mm. A lot of the toppings, and mm. you just get that first initial bite. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then, you know, you want to save the worst for last. Oh, these are the crust is the worst? I want, uh, actually, no, that's not true. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big crust guy. <laughs> but, you know, in the order of operations, I feel like oh, you should eat the crust last. Bringing the mathematical, scientific oh, yeah. method here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Damn. So that is my, that is the correct way to eat That pizza. is the correct way? Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to provide some scientific evidence mm-hmm. and some articles and journal articles and professional, you okay. know, peer reviewed. Well, I'm glad you asked because I have an article here from uh, Stanford by oh, Professor. Oh my God! Uh, my parents wanted me to go there. Really? I, yeah, I don't know. Is that a hospital? <laughs> no, it's it's a college. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a university. Uh, okay. It's uh, in California. So smart people. You're basically saying Ivy this is from smart people. Yes. Okay. Yes, and this is by uh, Professor, uh, what does it say here, W.J. Whippy. And, um, W.J. Whippy. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fantastic smart man. And so, or woman. Um, it's a she. And she said that when you're eating food, mm-hmm. the more involved you are um, bodily-wise, the mm. better it tastes. So that's why she said pizza. That's why, you know, pizza brings a lot of people... Like really joy. It's a comfort mm. food, you know. When you're like have had had a long day and you're like, oh, I don't want to cook. Work sucked. You know what? What sounds good right now? Boom. Bodily pizza. pizza. Bodily pizza. Oh, so the correlation between bodily bodily involvement, mm-hmm. movement, and the consumption of mm-hmm. the said food mm-hmm. increases your pleasure and mm-hmm. 
you know, the flavors in your mouth and mm-hmm. sensation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so how would you recommend that people enjoy their food? Not, not speaking about pizza specifically, but just all food in general. If this is, you know, something recently that's been scientifically proven, how should we all be changing the way that we're eating food? So you want your food to come into as much contact with your body as possible. Like rubby-dubby. Rubby-dubby. Uh-huh. So um, let's give me those chicken wings. Mm. Wings are delicious, right? Put them under your armpits and so, pretend no, like you're, it's n- your wings. No, no. The best way is to, you know, get like a drumstick, mm-hmm. start at your foot, and then you have your two fingers on each end of the drumstick, and you roll it up your body. Oh, up like, your legs. Kind of like, a, you know, like the dough roller. Mm-hmm. You kind of mm-hmm. do it like that, except... You go all up your legs. What if what if the wing is like an actual wing? Oh, what if it's the uh, flat? No, That's like the, the angular 90-degree wing. Oh, the whole wing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole chicken wing. Because um, then you'd turn it into like a triangle, mm-hmm. and so it can fit like with your body, you know? Oh, I think that's an expression of art, and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. the way you described it. And once you reach it to the top of your body, then yep. you eat it. Um, well, you slide it back down to your mouth, and then you eat it. Okay. I know especially some, some naysayers in the food networks, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the networking channels and uh, Gordon Ramsay as well. He's a listener of the podcast. They had some criticisms regarding this new way of eating. They say it's vile and disgusting. What do you say to those people? I say, you know, you can't, you, it's, it's just science. You know, you can't, can't argue that. Can't argue with the science. It's facts. Um, and, you know, with that, have you ever tried eating like that mm-hmm. i ate last night just last night i ate some chili like that mm-hmm. rubby dub dub i kept some in my belly button as well mm-hmm. and the flavors that were extenuated by my body touch mm-hmm. it's it's something i have you just reached never, your senses something i've never experienced mm-hmm. before and you want to be careful you don't want too much exposure to the body though you have to find the perfect amount mm-hmm. It's like anything, just balance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we recommend on this podcast. And uh, in an effort to kind of get this message out and be able to, you know, educate the masses and uh, improve the quality of life as well as the consumption of food, we've partnered up with the WHO mm-hmm. and um, they are sponsoring this episode specifically to be able to kind of, you know, educate the masses per se. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with that message, we want everyone to visit the WHO website. Um, you know, just dig around there, look for some, you know, scientific articles based on this food consumption research um, to really educate yourself and others on the proper, um, the only way to eat food, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is coming out, uh, I think the bill is going to be introduced to uh, the Senate this week. So, mm-hmm. uh you guys just reach out to your local um, politicians, representatives, representatives, mm-hmm. and vote, please. Yes, please, please vote. vote. Let your voice be heard and show people that you're educated. Yes. There we go. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. Next question. Next question. Listener. Okay. So if we were to die tomorrow, what would the last thing we would do be? Or what would be the last thing we would do? If we die tomorrow? If we were to die tomorrow. So, okay, right now, in 24 hours, you are going to die. In Stop 24? Living. In 24 hours. So tomorrow hours. night, I would die. Yes. What would you do tomorrow? What would I do tomorrow? Hmm. So I know that I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. In 24 hours, you're just going to stop living. Okay. And there's no point in looking for a cure or a, or a loophole? Nope. The... You, it's inevitable. I'm going to die for sure. 
death is upon you. Mm, okay. Okay, okay. Let's see. I would kill myself before. Yes, don't let the system control you. Mm hmm. And so the important thing is how can I beat death? Mm hmm. So this I'll, is the only way to spite him. Yeah, so this is, or her. We don't. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 2020. I'm sorry. Um, how I would beat death would be to enjoy it. So, mm. you know, I'd want to eat all the food I loved, mm. hang out with all the people I loved. Yep. And then I want to jump off a plane. Oh. And so it might last like 30 seconds. Would you have money for a plane ticket? Um, I would jump off, <laughs> I would sneak onto a plane. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if what if you just end up getting caught and die in jail? <laughs> Wouldn't that be um, a sad alternative? Well, then I'd find a way to kill myself in jail. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's and very bold of you. Yeah. I like that. Taking control of your own life. Yes. But you would still live your day, right? Um. No. You would. You said thirty oh, yeah, seconds yeah. before the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 So what would you do? What do you mean? What I, I just said what I would do. No, the, the question was, what would you what would you do before you died, right? Yeah, and I just said. I would... Oh, hang out with family? Yeah, just hang, live your day you like know. it was a normal day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, tell everyone what they mean to me. to die? Okay, yeah. yeah. And then, last 30 seconds, boom. Jumping off a plane, you know, enjoying that feeling of just... That's right. Absolute freedom. That's right. And then sticking it to death by killing us. Sticking it to the man or woman. Yeah. That's a good answer. I like that. It's out of the box. What would I do? I would... Oh, I would DM David Dobrik mm -hmm. and say, Hey, dude. <laughs> I'm going to die. Please. Let's go to let's go to Vegas. Put all, all of my money on the color you want. <laughs> and then we would win, obviously. He never loses. He never loses. I'd, I would be... The, I would sing, singularly be the one to bring David's vlogs back because I would use my day to... Uh, to make it the most epic day and he could film me dying <laughs> wow yeah and so uh, I'd you'd spend, give him all the rights to your death <laughs> yeah I'd spend like uh, so I'd, I'd do that for like three hours right mm -hmm. we'd uh, have everything planned and then we'd spend you know three hours jam packed with everything uh, do all the crazy stuff for his vlog the masses will love me for bringing David Dobrik back mm -hmm. and then uh, and then yeah I'd just live a normal life like you tell everybody tell my family um, I would get a pet squirrel because I've never had one and I just would like to have one before I die. I knew someone who had a pet squirrel. Yeah. In the dorms. He was oh. actually another RA. In the dorms? Yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> no, well, I won't, I won't expose too much, but yeah, he, he saw an injured squirrel on, <laughs> walking back from class. So he picked it up, brought it to his room and like put like a little cast on it. Wow. And then he was, this so man. I asked him for like some help and he's like, Hey, do you want to see something cool? National <laughs> I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> I walked in this room. This man whips out a squirrel out of his bed and it was really cute. And like seeing it up close, I was like, wow, how's this thing not going crazy? Yeah. But yeah, there is a, he had a squirrel in yeah. his room. Squirrels are pretty cute, which is why I would get one. And then, uh, obviously I'd, uh, I'd invest all the money I had into, uh, into smart financial options why uh for you know my family my descendants your descendants so you oh yeah i forgot i left the part out about where i would 
you know, get together with a lot of women and mm. produce many descendants. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of my way of cheating death. Oh, yeah, living right? on through others. Yes. So, uh, so I do well, with the permission of my girlfriend, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's obvious. Obviously, yeah, obviously, and then, and then, yeah, and then I'll, I would record my will in vlog fashion. Let's say, hey y'all, this is my will <laughs> to my brother Joseph. You have my Xbox, mm-hmm. my phone, my laptop, all that, and so yeah, that's what I would do. I would, I would do all the uh, the paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Boring part right before I died. <laughs> really? <laughs> because my whole life has been you know procrastination, procrastination, uh-huh. waiting till the deadline, and I think that's very symbolic of of how I lived my life. And of so, the deadline. Yeah, and so th- literally the deadline. deadline. And so I would sit down an hour before I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have all this paperwork to do in my vlog. Will I gotta edit? So I would I would like to die stressed. <laughs> and yeah, that's just you know completing the loop. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for that question. Mm-hmm. Now Indeed. I know I have a plan of what I'm going to do. All right. So next question. If you were a girl for a day, what mm. would you do? This was a question asked uh, a lot when I was younger, too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think we just fantasize about being the other gender, mm. especially when there was so much you know, mystery. mystery behind the female body. What is a girl? What is a what girl? Do they think? What do they do, do when they, they go to the bathroom together? Do they lactate? What goes on? And so, yeah, I guess when I was younger, I would probably just be like, "Ooh, explore the body, touch my boobs." <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. the uh, the answers that everyone expects a teenage boy to have. But I think if I was a girl for a day now, you know, I would stand up for my fellow women. Yeah. You know, I would become a activist. Mm-hmm. I would make my voice heard. Mm-hmm. And, and how would you do that? Start a platform. Um, you know, obviously at the beginning of the day, I would begin by opening a TikTok account. Mm-hmm. That's the fastest way to go viral. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. don't don't need all that. I would make a TikTok and say, guys, this hate the boys. You know, because I would have had a TikTok before, and the mm-hmm. boys would have supported me. Mm-hmm. And now I'd be like. The boys, guys, I'm actually a boy, but I'm a female now. But I am trying to, you know, stand up for fellow females. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm a girl, I don't experience this, so please support me. And then I go viral and then, you know, start a movement. You know, you can do everything you just said right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it take for you to turn into a girl to do that? Because it's just, it just hits different. <laughs> it just hits different. Yeah, as a girl. You little sexist. You can do that right now. Why aren't you doing that right now? Supporting your fellow women. Hmm? I do. I so support then, my fellow women. See, that just the, the idea that I have, that's what I want to do, means that I'm supporting women. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? What would I do? Obviously, make a Twitch account and then start streaming that whole day that I was a woman. Because... Why yeah. would you think, why can't you do that now? Why would you think women would be more successful as a Twitch streamer? Because it's proven that women get more viewers than like... Is it proven? Yeah, yeah it's proven in my uh, hypothesis. <laughs> hypothesis is an unproven. <laughs> That's but it's proven with my hypothesis. The actual definition of a hypothesis. I'd be a female streamer. Okay. And then make a lot of money doing that because... Because um, you'd obviously show your boobs off, right? Yes, duh. Yeah. And boobs, you know. So are you sexualizing women no, right now? No, 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 no. Everyone likes boobs. 
And uh, they do by That's by true. exposing them, you know, I'd get more viewers, more donations, and mm. just make a lot of money in that one day. You're, yeah, I think you're you're just kind of playing into into the system, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of making the system work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like everyone should do that. We should do that. We should do that right now. We should make out on camera. <laughs> Maybe we're already, you know, making out. Do no, uh, like uh, feeding into the system. By or doing what? Playing, playing the system by making this podcast. Are we in a simulation? Are we? Are you guys in a simulation? Have you ever thought about if we were in a, sim- a simulation? Yeah, but uh, that's such a basic, like a basic thought. <laughs> like how crazy would it be if we were like, you know, just think about it. We, if there was like an ultimate owner of the simulation, mm-hmm. right? We're just like a tiny itty bitty 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 piece, you know, of it. Like we're not even relevant. Unless we somehow interact with whoever the owner is that's in the simulation. But, like, we would just be, like, you know, programmer or, like, you know, a program in the simulation. Ever thought about that? And maybe that's just, like, how real life is. Like, because you think about how big the universe is and how small we are. Oh, man, this is making my brain hurt. Bro, I was just thinking. Have you seen that movie Dragonfly Man? No. Is it Dragonfly Man or super, the superhero movie? You know what I'm talking about with Drake Bell? Oh, uh... It's a superhero movie, I right? I think it's called, like, Super Yes. Like, superhero movie? Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. should watch that. <laughs> That's such an old movie. It's such a random movie. Yeah, but... What about I, it? it? It just made me think about that movie. Why? Does it, is that about the, like, being in a simulation? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that movie best represents humanity being inside of simulation mm. not the matrix no what is that okay yeah oh you mean um no not interstellar do you mean what's that movie where they go inside of dreams oh inception, inception. oh that's what you're talking about right no yeah. i was talking about yeah okay but yeah those movies are good <laughs> all right so this next question i want us to answer seriously all right so you haven't been answering seriously no i have not but this one is going to be a thousand percent serious all right if we were to meet each other now if we weren't friends and we were to meet each other now would Mm. we be friends very very good question i like it like it Mm. i like it like that so let's think think about so how would how would we meet that's the important thing we would hmm so the question is if we hadn't made if if we were to meet now, mm-hmm. do we hold constant the fact that we would still be in the same position as if we would be if we didn't meet? So yes. obviously we have influenced each other's decisions a lot to get to this point. Mm-hmm. So holding it constant that even if we did not meet, we would be here today. Yeah, we would still have the same Same everything interest. except we just didn't know. Yeah, we, except we just didn't even know each other. Because mm. I feel like if that wasn't the case, I feel like we probably wouldn't have met because we did uh, influence each other a lot yeah. when you were younger but if everything is the same mm-hmm. if we met each other today mm-hmm. would we be friends we were assigned a group project in yeah. one of our classes yeah would we be friends hmm not in the setting of a group project probably not you don't think so Cause probably those, we just do our part and then just say go see on. actually I don't know I, I try to try to be friendly have some fun Mm -hmm. throw some stuff in there that people can latch on you know latch on to conversationally 
And I think I think I think we'd be friends. I think so. We have a lot of similar interests. Yeah, like you know, it have to, we wouldn't expose ourselves like, oh, do you play uh, video games or? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I could I could spot another interesting person mm-hmm. when I meet one. Yeah, just by I guess the way they kind of. Uh, carry themselves or interact with interact with other people and like another factor of it is uh, our race like you know uh, what's the word like you know if I meet another Korean what what (laughs) (laughs) Aryan what what (laughs) anyways I was saying if like I met another Korean I'd be like oh Uh, I'm half Korean Korean uh huh okay and then you know that would get like oh yeah that's how we met that's pretty much how we met yeah what 11 years ago yeah we 11 years ago during the the Korean War Mm -hmm. our families were refugees yeah refugee refugee farmers and me and Esteban there was during the bombing our parents both sent us to the the well in our village Mm -hmm. because it was the the deepest part um that you could go to. That's where they sent all the children. Yeah, because it was so like the the well was so small that uh-huh. only a child could fit through it. Yeah, and so we would go there every time you know the bomb alarms were off, mm-hmm. and we would huddle together, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, are you Korean?" And I'd be like, and, "Yeah, yeah, I'm half Korean," and that's how we bonded. And the rest is history. Yes. Fast forward ten years, here we are, in the closet making a podcast mm-hmm. wow wow life yeah. is crazy life is crazy I would yeah I'll say both of my answers for yes we would still be friends there's so much that we have in common um like uh we both like we both like uh, mm-hmm. Are you, strugg- are you struggling to like, find like, an answer? We both like dumplings, yeah. right? I love dumplings. We like fuzzy socks. No, I don't together. like fuzzy socks. Mm. That's just you, homie. Maybe we like... We love a good potato. Oh, don't get me started on potatoes. We yeah. potatoes. So yeah, we definitely Ooh-wee. still be friends. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by Matchstick. Matchstick is the stick that finds you the perfect match. Yes. If you're feeling lonely, if you uh, feel like you just don't matter in this world. Don't have anyone to connect with. Mm -hmm. Well, you do matter. And Matchstick is here to help you find the perfect match, whether it be a best friend or a lover or even a parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the way to get a Matchstick is you go on www.matchstick.com. Yes. Slash Lemonade to get 10% lemonade. off. 10% off your first order. First order of, we're not necessarily ordering you a, a person, but their services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you go on Matchstick, sign up, get an account, right? Yep. And there you'll find access to access. the services. Yes. And uh, how Matchstick works is you fill out, you know, a simple survey, your social security number, your credit card number, mm-hmm. and your, you know, your, you don't have to fill out your gender. Billing address. Billing address. No, yeah, no gender. Just a uh, upload a picture of you, or your face, your body, um, mm-hmm. with or without clothes. It's up to you. It, whatever you put into Matchstick is what you get out is what exactly. I've always heard. Mm-hmm. And so you put in as much information as you want, and that makes it even more accurate. Mm-hmm. Matchstick has a approval rating of... 
That's mm. even higher than Germex. Yes, 99.97. Yes, baby. If you sign up using code LIMUNADE. Thank you, Matchstick. And now, back to the podcast. Whew. I feel like we uh, kind of exposed ourselves and answered all these hard-hitting questions today, oh, yeah. Esteban. Yeah, this was some good, good oh, podcasting good today. Workout. Oh, yeah. Whew. I'm feeling nice and refreshing. That feeling after go work out, you know. Mm, yeah, feeling after the soul. good pineapple, pineapple surf smoothie. Oh, you're a pineapple surf guy? I'm more of a Caribbean way. Caribbean way. Yeah. Yahweh. Yahweh. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for those people that sent in the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for all the support and the interest in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely be sending out another survey for part two of our Q and A. Mm-hmm. I know you have, you guys have a lot of things you're dying to ask us. A lot of questions were inappropriate questions, but yeah. we'd be willing to expose that side of ourselves if uh, everyone here click that subscribe button, click yep. that like button, leave mm-hmm. a comment, turn on your bell notifications, and give us a five star rating. Five on star Spotify rating. or Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. We're also are we on SoundCloud with the rappers or no? No, we're not. Oh, not on SoundCloud. But but yeah, everyone keep an eye out for that link. And uh, this was our new newly branded podcast, Limonade. Limonade. Check in next week for your daily dose. Pouring. 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 Pour. Porridge. Like lemonade is poured. For your daily pour of lemonade. Limonade. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>